Psalm 19, for the chief musician, a psalm of David. The heavens declare the glory of God. The expanse shows his handiwork. Day after day they pour out speech, and night after night they display knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their voice has gone out throughout all the earth, their words to the end of the world, and in them he has set a tent for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his room, like a strong man rejoicing to run his course. His going out is from the end of the heavens, his circuit to its ends, there is nothing hidden from its heat. Yahweh's law is perfect, restoring the soul. Yahweh's covenant is sure, making wise the simple. Yahweh's precepts are right, rejoicing the heart. Yahweh's commandment is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of Yahweh is clean, enduring forever. Yahweh's ordinances are true and righteous altogether. They are more to be desired than gold, yes, than much fine gold, sweeter than honey and the extract of the honeycomb. Moreover, your servant is warned by them. In keeping them, there is great reward. Who can discern his errors? Forgive me from my hidden errors. Keep back your servant from presumptuous sin. Let them not have dominion over me, and then I will be upright. I will be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. It's a good, good psalm. C.S. Lewis, uh, in his book, Reflections on the Psalms, he called this the greatest of all the psalms, and he said it has the greatest set of lyrics in the world for a song. Starts out with six verses about nature, five verses about the law of God, and then four verses which are a prayer at the end. Now, um, it might seem that those three things are not really connected, nature, the law, and then a prayer. But I thought about it and I realised the Lord proves himself to each and every person. Like people say, there's no evidence that there's a God. But those people are not looking and they don't want to see God if he was there. This psalm shows that God is there. The first six verses talk about God in nature. It said in verse 3 that there is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Well, whose voice? The voice of the heavens. It says the heavens declare the glory of God. So the universe, the sun moving by every day, the stars at night, they're speaking, and there's not a language on earth that doesn't understand that, that speech. You could speak English. Cantonese, or even a weird language like Sentinelese, where only like 100 people speak it. It doesn't matter what language, whoever you are, you understand that the heavens are speaking about the glory of God. And the whole first six verses talk about this, the glory of his handiwork. The next five verses talk about the law of the Lord. And the law of the Lord is many things, but one of them is a, is a thing written on every single heart, the conscience. You don't have to teach little children what's right and what's wrong. They know. They know that stealing is wrong. Now, it doesn't mean that they don't steal. It doesn't mean they do what's right, but they know what's wrong. Now, sometimes people harden their hearts and sear their consciences, but the Lord put that in every person and they know. 
The heavens speak. The heart speaks. And then this psalm finishes with prayer. And when someone goes to prayer, the Lord shows himself to them. Now that one takes a bit of human initiative, but the Lord is present to reveal himself in prayer as well. So the Lord is present externally, showing who he is. The Lord is present internally, showing who he is. And when someone takes that step toward him, he reveals himself as well. So this here psalm is a revelation of God. <laughs> and then it finishes with these words, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Here, right back in Psalm 19, the Lord is described as a redeemer. And that should be our prayer, a prayer that the Lord would take us, make us his. Lord, thank you. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our minds, Lord, may the things we think about and the things we say, may they be your thoughts and your words in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. 